Hey there, I'm Lauren, and you're listening to The Podcast Manager Show, a podcast for podcast managers. Each week, we cover the technical and tactical aspects of running a profitable podcast manager business. With over 90,000 new shows starting each month, podcast managers are in demand. I mean, in demand. And I'm here to help you land your dream clients while reaching your monthly income goals without working like crazy. Are you ready? Let's get to today's episode. Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Podcast Manager Show. Today we're talking about what to do when you lose clients and your mindset suffers. I wanted to dive into this on the podcast with you guys because let's be honest, there will be times when we lose clients and I don't want to only highlight the positive aspect of freelancing and being a podcast manager, but also some of the realities and what we can do tangibly and what we can do with our mindset to get through those trials in our business. So this is definitely one of those trials when you're maybe writing a wave of successes and you've landed clients and then all of a sudden somebody wants to cancel and maybe it's even one of your larger clients. And what do you do tangibly and what do you do mindset wise to get through that period? Let's first talk about the riskiness of being a freelancer versus having a nine to five. I think we just assume that a nine to five is more stable. But when you really think about it, we can be just as easily let go from a nine to five as you would be to lose a client as a freelancer. But when you lose a client as a freelancer, it's only a portion of your income versus if it's your full time job and that's the only thing that you do, then it's all of your income, right? And one of the main takeaways that I want you to get from this episode is really where you are at mentally when you lose a client or when you lose a job. I remember back in 2018, my husband lost his job and we had our first daughter and then we had just had our second daughter in January. And I want to say he lost his job in maybe May. So we had a brand new baby and it was a really unfortunate time (laughs) to lose a job, right? And when he went to look for a new job, he then was wondering, like, do I want to stay in the same field? Like, you know, what do I want to do? And and then applying to literally hundreds of jobs. And thankfully, he got one, I want to say, within three or four weeks. So it was not a long waiting period. But the mindset that he had was like, wow, now I have to go try to get into another company. You know what I mean? Like, how do I break into a new company? It feels hard to get a new job when you don't have one. And I remember that specifically from that time in our lives versus whenever you lose clients as a freelancer, it's actually the opposite. You have experience getting clients at this point. So you can feel more confident now getting clients than you did when you landed that client in the first place. So when you lose a client, especially maybe one that you really liked or one that was a big part of your income, it might make you feel like, oh gosh, this business is more risky than I felt. But in reality, it's actually less risky because you have the control to go out and get another client and you know how to do it. I think one of the coolest things is that once you know how to make money online, which you do if you had a client to lose in the first place, you now know how to make money online and that makes you unstoppable right? It is now in your hands to say, okay, I wish I would have kept that client. I wish things would have ended differently, but 
I have the skill set to go find another client and this is in my control. And maybe you even want to think of tangible things you can do to build a little bit more of a safety cushion around your business, right? We all have our own levels of comfort when it comes to how risky our business is per se. So maybe you want to start building up a nest egg. And if you're not familiar with what that term is, it's basically a savings account, right, for your business. So what can you do to make your business, especially cash flow wise, a little bit more stable, knowing that, hey, it could be that I lose a client and it might take me a month or two to find another one. So I'm going to build up a savings account so that when and if I do lose a client, I can just feel confident that, okay, I'm still able to pay myself and I can now go find another client confidently and not feel like I have to scramble, 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 find someone today so that I can still pay myself at the end of the month. As you're building your business, if you want to also prioritize saving money into a nest egg, then as you land a client, commit to saving a portion of that retainer price as your savings. If you don't commit to it then, then you'll probably find a way to use that money some other way. But whenever you, let's say, land a client at $1,000 and you say, okay, I'm going to take 50% of that as profit. Okay, that's $500. I'm going to take another 10% of that and put it into a savings nest egg. I'm going to save 25% for taxes. And then I have 5% to use for my business expenses. Those are just some rough numbers. But when you have those percentages in mind, you are purposefully paying yourself because we definitely want to do that. You're purposefully saving so that you can feel comfortable, right? And you're paying taxes, which is also a very important thing to do. And then you're paying your business expenses. If you haven't thought about your money in those percentages yet, I highly recommend checking out Profit First. It is a book and a theory on how to spend your money, how to save your money. And it works really well, I think, with the freelancing space. So if you're looking for a way to manage your money differently than what you're doing now, then check out Profit First because it's all about kind of these percentages and putting your money into buckets with the goal to make a profit and pay yourself. And maybe you're thinking, okay, well, right now I'm making $1,000 in my business, but I really, really want to get to that $3,000 mark. And I don't know if I want to prioritize saving money. Like I want to pay myself right now. I totally get that desire to pay yourself. If you want to build up that nest egg more quickly, then you could offer a specific service like audits or calls or one of these one-time offers and you specifically use that to build your nest egg. Now, if you're just in the beginning of growing your podcast management business, I would solely focus on landing retainer clients because you want to do that first. But if you've landed a retainer client and you're in the process of landing more, then you could offer a one-time offer. And we have a whole podcast episode where I talk about one-time offers that you can offer (laughs) as a podcast manager. So yeah, you could use that as a way to build up a nest egg a little bit more quickly than the strategy of just building it up little by little as you land clients and do the work month after month. Ultimately, these are real businesses that we're running and we want to treat them that way and we don't want to feel like they are risky, right? So you you want to set yourself up for success so that when you lose a client, because like I said, it's going to happen, right? It's going to happen from time to time. The cool thing about podcast management is that there is less turnover than other niches in freelancing, 
but it happens. It happens. And we don't want to kind of fall down a pit of despair when it happens. Instead, we want to say, okay, yeah, this happens just like a flat tire. It happens. And I've got to go pay for a $400 tire. And maybe I don't want to, but I got to go do it. Right. And so that's kind of the position that I want you to be in mentally is I am prepared for this. And although it, it stinks, I can do this and I know how to land more clients and I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do it. Sometimes it's actually freeing to lose a client because there are certain clients, maybe they have a really high monthly retainer or you're just really invested in their business. Whenever you part ways, you have that moment of like, wow, now what? You know, like, who am I going to work with next? I've had all of this knowledge from working with this big client or whatever. And now what? You know, what does my business look like now? So it can be really freeing to lose a client so that you can take that moment to reassess and say, okay, how many clients do I want now? And do I want to scale? And, you know, where am I at? So I encourage you whenever this happens or whenever you can kind of feel the, see the writing on the wall that, yeah, I feel like this client's going to cancel soon. Sometimes you can just feel that happen. You can start to get prepared and you can start networking. If you took a little break from networking, you can start networking again. And don't be afraid, even if you are a successful podcast manager and maybe people ask you questions and people know that you've had a level of success. Don't be afraid to say, hey, I am officially looking for another really awesome client. This is who I'm looking for. If you know anybody, please send them my way. Sometimes, like I said, when we have a certain level of success, we want to look as if we can figure it all out on our own. And I would just encourage you to remain humble and ask for people's help (laughs) in finding those clients because someone might know the perfect client for you. So whenever I'm having a mindset funk about something in my business, I love thinking of an action plan. I love thinking about what can I do to be better next time because ultimately we're also becoming the people that are going to be successful, right? Each experience that you get, you are learning something new and you are stepping into your next shoes of being a successful business owner, podcast manager. So we can ask ourselves, what can I learn from this experience? How can I make it better for myself next time? And for this specific example, how can I make my business feel less risky knowing that, hey, this type of thing happens with any career that I'm going to have, but how can I make myself feel more comfortable and confident so I can really show up networking and show up to my clients as the best podcast manager that I can be. I would love to know if this has been helpful for you. Let me know over on Instagram. I'm at Lauren Wrighton. Send me a DM, send me a voice memo. Let me know if this is helpful and your thoughts on replacing clients, losing clients and thriving as a podcast manager. That is it for today. Thank you for being here and I'll talk to you next week. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Lauren Wrighton or in the Podcast Manager Mastermind Facebook group. And let me know what you liked about this episode. I love, love, love hearing your guys' feedback and what is resonating with you. You can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show over at laurenwrighton.com. Special thanks to my amazing podcast manager, Marcy Page, on producing this episode. All right, that's it. Until next time, I'll be cheering you on.